full price offers are accepted, and then the seller can make the choice of who they want to work with and who's most likely to get the deal done. And it's not focused on who's just going to throw out the highest price because they can take control of the deal. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors podcast. I'm your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by Doug Hubler, president of Apex. Doug, how are you today? Much better. You're Thank you for asking. With the back issues are well behind you, or yeah. are we just maintaining? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about them anymore. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That is so. fine. Last week, after our, our conversation on pricing, we had a, uh, I don't know if it was an issue per se, but it sparked mm. a thought yeah. that you had some passion around. <laughs> I, that, well, yes, I did. Is that a I nice did. way of putting it? Yeah. The answer right. passion around. Yes. And we just so happened to have, a, and a few weeks ago we talked about a volume of interest in it and mm-hmm. meetings and things like that. And right. Had some buyers that lost out on that deal, mm-hmm. wanting to know if they could come back and offer more than what we were asking. Right. Right. And yeah. you had a passionate uh, response. Yes. I did. To uh, the brokers, and I think there was a sweat on your brow in our <laughs> meeting as you. Uh, it brought back art- some memories. Articulated. So yeah. uh, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to go make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll then just, come back. I'll, I'll still be I'll going. Just come back to see how no. you're doing. I might you, go. You ask us as, as I go along, clarification yes. if needed. So the question at hand well, Doug? Why can't we take an offer over asking price? Andy, that's a great question. Well, I didn't pose it at the meeting. <laughs> no, and it, ha- it happens periodically because we, in this business you're talking about, we had multiple interested parties and people who maybe had missed out on deals prior, an industry that's got a lot of attention. First out of the gate, you know, we, we I think in, in this particular instance, we had a private equity group who wanted to offer 300,000 more than asking price. And I said, no, can't do that. We've priced it here and, and that's where it stays. And so there was some confusion over that. So we, we don't do auctions. Maybe once a year, potentially, we might do a deal where we don't we don't put a price on a business, we take it out to market. But the majority of our deals, we have a set price. And as we talked about last week, we talked about how we come up with those values mm-hmm. and how we set the price. And that there's a lot of, of a lot of thought and research put into it. It's fair for all parties. It's reasonable and the seller is approving the price that we've marketed at, so so we're all good. What happens is there are a couple of a couple of three or four things that can happen when somebody comes in with an over uh, an offer over asking price. First of all, there there tends to be an idea that that they can influence. They come to the party. I'm going to come in at three hundred thousand over asking and I'm going to get that deal, I'm going to have the first look, and everybody else is going to have to wait for me. The seller can have an impression of like, okay, wow, did we underprice it to start with, and I should have been looking at this higher value? Maybe question us a little bit on that. The buyer, if they've accepted that higher offer, can then do their due diligence. So we're looking at a situation where 
they've not looked at anything other than our marketing write-up. So I say, hey, I like this business. I'm going to put it 300000 over asking. And then they have the opportunity then to come back later and say, well, after d- doing our due diligence, we're going to come back at what the original asking price was or even lower. So what happens then? Seller gets upset. Broker's upset. Maybe brokers in the office who had other buyers get upset. Those buyers who knew they missed out because of, you know, they're going to know that somebody came in at a higher price, most likely are going to get upset with the process or they're going to question the process. They're going to wonder internally at Apex, do you guys have your act together? Are you sharing information? Do the brokers have deals going on under the table that that somebody's, you know, getting extra commission by bringing a higher price? We, we want to come to a deal and say, this is a fair, fair and open process. Full price offers are accepted. And then the seller can make the choice of who they want to work with and who's most likely to get the deal done. And it's not focused on who's just going to throw out the highest price because they can take control of the deal. You have to keep in mind that this is not like residential real estate where somebody's going to come in and say, I'm going to come in over asking. I'm going to, I'm not going to require any due diligence. I'm going to, I'm going to write a check in seven days and we're going to close on this deal. And that doesn't happen in, in business transactions. Yeah, I, yeah. No waiving of inspection, no waiving of due diligence. Right, so, right. so the first issue, just to make sure we're clear, the first issue is that the buyer can bully out the other mm-hmm. prospective buyers, Yeah, push them out because they're going to enter into exclusive right of due diligence. Mm-hmm. And then after that 30 days period of due diligence or whatever that is, they renegotiate the deal now that they're the only one left. Right. Because the other right. buyers have probably moved on to something else. Right. So that that's the first issue. And then I think the, uh, the second issue you brought up was the appearance of collusion. Mm-hmm. This did happen in the past, so which is why we have the, the policy now. Somebody would come in and say, you know, I can't tell you what offer to make, but it needs to be a strong offer. So somebody might come and say, okay, I'll offer 20000 more than asking. Okay, great, I'll submit that. And then another broker comes in and it's 30000 more than asking. Another one comes in and it's 50000 more than asking. So I've got three offers, all more than asking, one beating out another. And... Let's say my buyer came in at only twenty thousand over asking, and he and they'll question. Okay, well, how does somebody know at at your firm that they that their buyer should come in at you know thirty thousand over asking, or the next one to come in over fifty? I mean, it seems odd. Is that the buyer that would be asking? The that buyer's the asking that. The buyer's asking that. Well, you've got the you've got the brokers internally too saying mm-hmm. how did did you know I came in with a really strong offer how did they know what my offer was yeah, it should be private between me and the and the listing cuz I can see it being one of those things where let's say it was my listing mm-hmm. and your buyer came in at 20 right and my buyer came in at 30 yeah well that's right. convenient because that's I have very a knowledge convenient. Right. I have a knowledge advantage right. right really with it being capped it's conversation is pretty easy with your buyer it's like look there's other people on this yeah i don't know what they're offering we don't 
we don't share that information. Right. Um, All I can tell you is make a strong offer, and my definition of strong offer is full full asking Asking price. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you know that's going to put you in the running. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you if this person's ten thousand dollars below or they're at at full asking price. All I know is that there there is another buyer on it or buyers on it that are going to make an offer and. And then, and then the, the nice thing is, then the seller makes the decision who they go with, and and even if somebody isn't quite full asking price, they may still be the best buyer for the deal. So, I think the trust factor is huge, all the way around. Buyer, seller, broker, everybody that's involved in the transaction, because we we want to make sure. I, I remember a situation. This was quite a few years ago when I was pretty new to the business and had a good buyer, had and done kind of what we were talking about, had asked, had gone full price and maybe a little bit over, and then he missed out on the deal because his offer wasn't high enough. And he had these questions. It's like, how how do you share this information internally? And I and at the time I and I was completely honest with him saying this was not shared with anyone and this was not the other offer came in from another broker not the listing broker and I'm confident that this did not get shared but we're telling people to come in with a really strong offer and this person came in with just a higher offer well he didn't trust that process and and I think he in my opinion he was a good buyer he would have bought something, and after that process, he went away. He's like, "I'm not working with with your firm anymore," and that and that hurt, and it and it kind of that wasn't the only time that happened. So, and I th- and I think another instance was in in these gen- gentlemen aren't working at Apex. And this was before Apex, but two brokers who actually got upset with each other because one of them was going to miss out on the deal, and I think there was a physical confrontation over this issue. Really? You know, I think we're still, we still have to be careful about disclosing the amounts of offers that are out there um, and trying to keep it as, as, as transparent as possible, but saying, you know, the, the seller has a choice to make. So yes, your offer was strong. There were other strong offers. They interviewed everybody and they selected this person. And the people who miss out may still be upset or curious or maybe their feelings are hurt, but that's just part of the process. The seller makes the decision who they're going to go with. And and that's one of the things that we wanted. We, we didn't want the overpriced offer coming in cloud that situation right. because a fair number of deals fall apart for a number of reasons. And just because somebody comes in and overpriced doesn't mean anything because they can lose out on from due diligence, financing. They can't get financing for that much over the deal. They just negotiating the asset purchase agreement. Lots of things can happen and that deal goes away. And we've got to then regroup and go back to those other offers that run the table. And how do we explain that, you know? And so we want to go with a clear conscience that we've done things properly and above board. Well, and occasionally, too, you see it on the other, the other end, too, to where the seller backs out of a full-price deal sure. because they feel like, oh, well, 
I got this full price deal, I should ask for more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had that happen to me too. So what happened in that situation was they said, oh, we, we underpriced it. And so now I want, instead of 500000 I want seven fifty from now on, even though that first deal fell apart. You obviously underpriced it, so now I want seven fifty. Never saw another buyer. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work out. And I think that was the tell, you know, final tell. It was like, okay, well, if, if you did these auctions and they always worked out and nobody and, you know, never had any issues, well, maybe we wouldn't have this policy. But they didn't work out. You know, so. I did want to touch on something that you said earlier about a few times a year that we don't put a price on a business and we have that right. let it go to market or, right. or whatever. Yeah. My experience with that has been that there's been some sort of special designation with that business that makes it very difficult to evaluate what a buyer's revenue could be. And I, I think we touched on some of these during our special designation episode where WBE or MBE mm -hmm. or Better Owned or something yeah. like that, where they're getting contracts there. Any other situations where yeah. you see where we just let some, it go out? Some are uh, maybe more highly technical or specialized businesses. You might see this more in technology businesses, software related, uh, something where, and these aren't small businesses either, this might be something where you've got a, an EBITDA of two or three or four million dollars, you know, so a little bit larger businesses. And where there's, we, we know there's going to be a lot of attention on that business, a lot of interest in that, and we kind of want to see what the market's going to bear on that because those aren't you know we don't have data sources necessarily for those situations yeah, well if you're a strategic buyer or even a main street buyer go to kcapex.com that's where you're going to find all of our listings do you want to put a plug for how quickly we're selling things because you know we have a lot of deals under contract right now so um which is great love it that just means we need more engagements. We need more uh, folks who are looking to sell their business uh, because the market is hot. So if you have a good business, uh, we would love to talk to you. If you will promise to get us the information we need to <laughs> do work on your behalf and uh, get, get your business listed and sold, get in touch with us. KCAPEX.com is the best place to go. All of our listings are out there. Buy, sell of course, our podcasts, our blogs, um, and of course, you can get in touch with the team. So until next week, if you're looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam.